Hey, welcome to We Made It Podcast, episode 65. This is the introduction <clears throat> to the, excuse me, already off top. This is the introduction to episode 65, recapping the World Cup final. Um, this is Bam. Me and Caesar are doing remote episodes. I'm doing this introduction because Caesar said episode 60 in the beginning of his. So I just want to let y'all know this is episode 65, World Cup final recap. And I have no idea what Caesar said about it. I'm excited to hear what he had to say. After I record my section, I'm going to go back and listen to his. And then we're going to upload this joint. We made it podcast at we made it podcast.com. We made it podcast on all social media. Let's get into Caesar's section. What up, y'all? It's your boy Caesar from We Made It Podcast. Uh, about to start here, episode 60. This is the no cap recap episode. You know, it's been a long, <laughs> long month of recording. Um, I can't wait to hear from Ben how many episodes we did during this World Cup. But man, we went hard for y'all. Um, and, you know, Hope it's appreciated. I can tell, you know, the, the, the numbers is doing pretty good. We got some random continents and countries coming in. I appreciate that. You know, show your friends, share with everybody, please. We made it podcast.com is the website. We made it podcast is all the social media handles. Make sure you guys check out that right now. As I'm speaking, they're handing out um, participation trophies <laughs> to Croatia. And uh, yeah, it's it's pretty wild. Um, what a match. Um, to say the least, I definitely saw this coming. Not to say I'm, I'm some kind of fortune teller, but if you watched the last game, Croatia... I mean, it's really cute to talk about how Croatia has, in the last three games has come back with stunning comebacks. And they had a couple of tees in there, I believe. <clears throat> to come back from that and... You know, still, still expect to to have all your energy and stamina. Just seven days later, I guess, or six days earlier, six days later, it's just asking a lot. They, it's a lot. Of, these these players probably aren't aren't having enough rest. You know, the fatigue. It's been a long year. For example, a player like Modric, he's been playing Real Madrid all the way to the UCL finals, fifty five some games, I believe it is, plus the World Cup. So basically, everybody else's season, well, not everybody else, but his season ends in May, and he's all, he's into July, and we start, we start the next season in August. That's a lot, you know, if I'm, if I'm Real Madrid, or, or, you know, or any other team for these, but Atletico Madrid had a few players on Croatia, I'm letting these guys take, take some weeks off, maybe five weeks, you know, of really good hard rest, and be like don't kick a ball <laughs> don't touch a ball and it sucks because right when the rest comes over they're back in season but we'll see we'll see how it goes but back on to the game i guess uh croatia ends up losing this game um two to four france with the with with with, with the beginning of the game started off really close um a weird a weird weird own uh, own goal from a, a cross to Mazuka decided to head it in. It was it was gorgeous though because it was whenever these own goals happened. Me and Bam 
and and the fellas in the group, or me, Bam, and Tezzy, primarily me and Bam, talk about how beautiful the home goal is. Because, <laughs> you know, the standards we have set are the two best home goals. I believe I pick Vidal and Bam picks Danilo from Man City. Vidal, I believe, scored a gorgeous, clean, poetic own goal header. I think that if you're teaching somebody how to score headers or your kid or a young player, that's show him the Vidal tape. That's how you score a header. It's beautiful. <laughs> and for the uh, Daniel Man City one, it's just all hustle and hard work, and it was clean. It was a true striker own goal. Uh, two striker goal on his own goal from a fullback. Sorry about that. Take a drink of water. It's been a it's been a uh, early morning. Uh, I can't say I can't stress enough how excited I am for these early morning matches at the end. Oh, uh, Mordrich getting his his Patricia participation trophy. How cute! No, so you know, shout out to Croatia though they made it all the way to the final. That's impressive as it is. Um, I believe they. I don't know if they. I don't think they've ever reached the final in their history. Damn, it's raining. Um, so that's to say a lot. You know, a lot of teams. Um, there was a strange World Cup to be honest with you. To ever see a World Cup, to see a World Cup without a South American team in semifinals, at least, is kind of weird. An all-European semifinal made me a little uncomfortable, but I'm not going to get into that because I like to, I want to get into that when Bam's here. <laughs> um, yeah, so back to the game once again, losing track here, of course. Correct. Uh, then come back, so the score is one zero. France winning by the Man- France up one zero by the Manzukic goal. Not a little bit later, not even too long later. Persic, who Bam feels would be an excellent replacement to Ronaldo on Real Madrid. I think that's cool, but I don't know. I think Persic is actually just cool staying at Inter Milan. Um, you know, the Inter Milan kind of getting their swag up right now, and I guess but that, uh, I think I think Spade is over there. Is he? I think he is. Yeah. So it's great because. Um, nine going gets to reunite with him, stay with him. He played great under him. So, yeah, to see Persich on that team is, I think they they got a little squad going over there. You know, I am Calcio Calcio sees now. Calcio sees is, is in action. Y'all better watch out. I'm gonna go hard this year for my Juve. I'm a day one Juve fan. Anybody can run up and test my gangster. Go ahead, but day one Juve fan. Um, keep losing track here. So it's a it's a one one game. Persis scores a beautiful left footed shot, and then he did the the Ronaldo flex the left uh, thigh muscle. See 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 where all the sauce came from. It was a beautiful goal. Um, after that, it was I think it was a little bit later. Um, dang, who scored the third goal? <laughs> I can't remember who scored the second goal for France. Um, I think it was a Griezmann. Oh, no, no, it wasn't the Griezmann free kick. But, um, I can't remember. Wow, I'm the worst at this. Bam is so much better than me. Um, regardless, there was the gorgeous Pogba goal. Pogba scored a, a, a beautiful, beautiful goal. Oh, oh, it was Pogba. Yeah, it was Pogba's goal. So, Pogba's goal, I believe... Made it 3-1, and uh, it was a shot where basically he shot out with his right foot. It was crazy because the way he's able to create so much power from a short distance is really remarkable. He he scored, um, he shot the first shot with a lot of power, 
and it was right there but it was really cool because it's still creating he generated so much from right from from such a short distance and then the second goal he oh yeah griezmann griezmann shot that penalty had the penalty now um that was i believe the penalty was the vr review and going back to this the vr as usual i believe is trash but I can see in that setting why that was called because they, I mean, not only was the hand not, the body not part of the hand, um, uh, it was also kind of out and it got a full, that ball got a full whiff of palm. His whole hand got got all up on that ball. So that, that's going to have to be called every single time. It's so funny because while I was watching Subasic, who I looks huge in the goal, it's always Super Suba from Shout Out Monaco. I was thinking to myself, oh, man, it is raining. Um, su- uh, they weren't ready for that rain. Um, Subasic uh, was preparing to block that shot. I was telling myself, oh, man, you know, Griezmann's going to go to the right. Griezmann's going to go to the right. And it felt like he was going to go right. And then Subasic jumped to the jumped to his left, which is Griezmann's right. And Griezmann went left. Be a beautiful penalty. He did a stupid Fortnite dance. I hate that Fortnite dance so much. Can it just stop? Like, uh, it's so annoying because the thing is with me, like it is Fortnite, but he's like putting the loser sign on his forehead. It's kind of like, it feels a little, little disrespectful, but you know, I guess it's, it's Fortnite. No one's really running up on anybody in any days nowadays anyways. Um, yeah, so that was two, one. And then we got to the Pogba goal a little later and Pogba showing, uh, uh the sauce, you know, shot short, short distance and made a bunch of uh, shot that ball with the right foot with a bunch of power because you know typically a lot of players you see them kind of when they get uh, an opportunity to shoot like that it comes off kind of weak and it was just uh, when he first touched it with his right foot like whoa got blocked he's like and then he's basically like bam said oh you think you can block my right foot i'm just gonna shoot this left shot with the left and he shot it and it was like when it came off of his foot it was already in a goal so i can't even be mad at super super for not blocking that it was just like uh how did you score that (laughs) gorgeous goal Pogba, man, someone please free this man from EPL. Uh, he doesn't. De- he doesn't deserve that. <laughs> EPL so rough. Yeah, so he's over there in EPL suffering right now with Jose Mourinho, who's a joke of a coach. Um, I can't wait for the we made it uh, episode we're doing the sixty sixty one, I believe. Oh no, I'm so bad at this. The next episode we're doing is going to be great because I have some really good picks that we're going to be doing for the show. Um, almost, almost leaked it on this episode, but I'm, I'm not going to do that. So Bam doesn't get upset, but yeah. So Pogba scored that great goal after that Mbappe showing, uh, a gorgeous goal after, you know, during the course of the game, Bam was getting upset. Cause I be real with you. I agree with him. And that first half, I don't think Mbappe was playing great. He was, he was doing, he was trying to make a lot happen, happen, dancing, tap dancing as Bam was saying, um, doing a lot of dancing and, and it just wasn't, ha- wasn't, it wasn't creating, but he wasn't winning a lot of those one v one battles, but it's great because like we said up Mbappe, he seems to have a short term memory with this stuff and he keeps attacking, keeps attacking, keeps being a presence and being, and keeps staying consistent offensively. Um, that's where you kind of see a little bit of a contrast in between Neymar and Mbappe. Yeah, one's 19 and the other's 25, but it's crazy because you can kind of see 
another player with a young skill set, young ball skill. And it almost sucks that Neymar and Mbappe are in the same team at PSG because they both deserve to be on separate teams showing off their skill. Mbappe is the kind of player you want to have, and he's the only one on the field with that skill set. And no one has to share that skill set on the field with Neymar. It's kind of whack. It's very video game like to like join up this t- team like this. A player like that needs to be on on a, on his own team. You know, like Mbappe should. It, it sh- honestly, it should have been Mbappe on PSG. Um, it'd be cool if Mbappe was on PSG himself, especially being a French player, and then Neymar on Real Madrid or vice versa. I just think that would have been cooler. But he was, who knows what happened in the future. Yeah, so Mbappe had a had a you know kept fighting, kept fighting, got a great goal off the top of the box. Um, it's so funny because when he turned to shoot against Vida, I was like, oh, he's probably gonna score this, and man, he uh, he definitely scored it. Uh, beautiful shot. France up four one. By then, I was like, oh man, this game is so over. I'm just gonna lay back because it was an eight o'clock game. I'm just gonna chill over here a little bit. No, well, almost. Uh, as I was texting, some wild response to something I can't remember. Yoris scored. Uh, uh, Yoris basically scored a goal. Um, he was trying to. He had a pass back from I believe Pavard. I don't really remember. Mazukic kept hustling on the play. Yoris tried to be cool or something or saucy or basically was just being lackadaisical, not not really being lethargic and so was sleeping. Took a couple shots in between that last goal. You know, was having a good old time. Forgot that Mazzucca's big old skinny skinny arms was in his face. And got that ball deflected into the goal. Mazzucca scored 4-2. And I was like, oh, God. We're going we're gonna to have a cracker here. 8 o'clock in the morning. Here we go. But didn't really happen. France pulled through. Held on. Giroud did his usual. I'm hustling, but I'm scoring zero goals. And I believe that all goes back to what Bam said earlier. Bam said himself that France, you know, should have, if they brought a, a second, I mean, this kind of sounds whack now because France won the World Cup, but, you know, France bringing in another striker, I think would have helped also because Giroud for sure would have been, had more energy and it would have caught more diversity. Man, Madonna's huge diversity on the field. I mean, um, more energy on the field for Giroud. <laughs> God, I can't believe I said that. Anyways, yeah, so I think it was great. Um, it was a great game, um, four to two. I'm happy it wasn't a zero zero. If it was a zero zero extra time penalty, I would have been really, really like, hey, that that, that this is messed up, and I'm being tortured. But it was a great match. France winning the World Cup again. I don't really know what's up with everybody. Like, like Brazil stats showing up to France. Hey man, France beat Brazil ninety eight. Off a of flu. So I'm not about to start showing France a bunch of love. But that's what's up. Good for France winning the World Cup. Um, I'd rather France win than Croatia. Don't really know why. But it just seems it just seems cooler to see Pogba win the World Cup. And Mbappe. It's cool. I wonder how players like Neymar and Jose Mourinho feel. Jose Mourinho has been whining about Pogba all year. Benching him. Subbing him. All this. And Pogba goes to the World Cup and plays sensational. To me, that's indicative that shows a, 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 a problem that that seems to be to have with with the coach. The coach seems to be the issue because if this player is playing really well on another team, 
that usually means that on that team and the team he's in that he wasn't playing well, there's something going on here. So, you know, it looks like when, when Pogba goes to play to Frank, he's like, oh, man, I get to play some real soccer finally, real real footy. And it showed on the, on the World Cup. I think he had an excellent World Cup. Conte had an excellent World Cup. Really, my tweet, I think in the midfield, my tweet had the best of, of all three from the games I saw in France. My tweet definitely had the best World Cup of all three. He was just a consistent factor. And I think it was great because when one, if any of the players were getting tired, they had so much talent and so much stamina that other players had to stand up, step, step up. I thought Pogba was doing a great job being a physical leader on the field. You know, he was a presence. He was big. He was creating. He was defending. He was really, really deep. And like a true, true deep mid, creating from the back all the time, always a danger and so, so, such a talent. So it's really great to see France, which is crazy with so much talent, be able to pull through in the World Cup because it always sucks when you see a team with full of talent not be able to get it done. So that, that was a great match to watch. Croatia, you know, I think they, they did everything they could. I'm still a little suspect of some of the Croatia's, Croatia's subs over time. You know, I think that players like, I don't know why I just did that. Players like Piaka should have got more time. Or, um, I think that uh, maybe Kolasic could have got more time in the midfield. If your midfield is clearly looking gassed out here, you can get those guys some minutes. And I don't think you're giving up a lot putting in a play like Kovacic out in the field. This this coach, I believe, is kind of new or something like that. So he has kind of a weird upstart on his team. And I think you need to do that. You need to give your, your players some breathing, some time, because players like Moji's been playing a lot of games, dude. I understand he's your captain, but, you know, he's been playing a lot of games, and he needs some time off to, to chill a little bit, get some air. So I thought that the subbing could have been better, and I think it showed in the end that, um, you know, Croatia looked tired. It looked like they were on the last legs, and that back line got exposed. You ain't going to win no World Cup with Lovren and Vida in the back line. I'm just going to keep it real with you. France's back line was stellar. I mean, Varane and Utiti looked oh, so, so good. Sensational back line. Pavard looking great out there. What a, a converted center back to right back. I never saw Pavard play one minute in my entire life, and he looked like he's been doing this since day one. Um... I'm going to keep it real. Hernandez kind of was getting punked around back there. Persich kind of bucked him. And he pretended like he was, uh, he got he got fouled. And, buddy, you got shoulder-to-shoulder shoulder bucked. So, might want to might wanna uh, uh, go hit the gym a little bit this uh, summer with your brother, Thale, and get, get a little swoller. Yeah, so, I think that this is the kind of, this is a good World Cup showing. You know, Mbappe got to show out in the World Cup stage and, that helped his increase his marketability. We're gonna see. It's gonna be really interesting to see how these players all transition to the club season. A lot of these, if if I don't know the stats, but if consistently in the past players that played in the World Cup final and the Champions Leagues and deep in Champions League did didn't play so well in the beginning of the next seasons, the beginning of the next season, it'd be interesting to see how all these players play. Because a lot of these players are on high-level teams. You know, they're really important players on teams. France is so deep. Um, so it might, this might have packed a lot of teams, so we'll see how it goes. But I will keep it real. As much as I love the World Cup, I am World Cup fatigued. And just at the thought, the prospect of them expanding the World Cup, I was thinking about today, please, God, don't do it. <laughs> it's one month. I am so tired. 
emotionally drained. I not that I don't love recording, but I am tired. You know, I love playing basketball, but I get tired playing basketball. I love playing soccer or footy, but I get tired. So just like the recording, I am pooped on doing this and I'm, we're also going to record Tuesday, which I'm down for. Don't know why I'm venting to you guys, but just know as much as I am tired, I love doing this too. And I love you guys. We're our family. We're going to get through this together. We made it. You know, me and Bam have been in the back talking about some stuff coming. Maybe some, some, some maybe some, get some shirts in there, some stickers. We'll see. We're going to see what we can do out here. But like I said, we made it podcast.com. You can check out all the previous episodes. This will probably be the last remote we do for a little bit. Hopefully we can get back to the talking to each other's thing. I miss it because this is a further straining our, our friendship. You know what? The World Cup ruined our friendship a little bit too. But it's all good. We'll, 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 we'll pull through. <laughs> For you guys, we'll pull through. Um, Yeah, I wanna, I'm want i really interested to see how these players are going to play after this World Cup. Um, What else I want to say? Do you, What I think that... Uh, a critical a critical point in the game. Let's see. The Honda Insight keys to the game. Let's do the Honda Insight keys to the game. I think the keys to the game were, or, you know, keys to the game is your prediction of what you need to win, but I'm just going to do it wrong. I'm going to do it all wrong or different. When I think Conte got that yellow card, it was huge because it forced France to make a decision, and he had to he had to kind of be less aggressive. That was an opportunity for Croatia to kind of pounce, and that midfield could have been a lot more aggressive. But like we said earlier, the fatigue was really too was really was really evident in this game in Croatia's midfield. Modric was so deep, super deep, and you could just in in Real games he's he's much more he's a little higher up, not in terms of the front, but more towards the middle. But from there, he's running around all over the place. I don't know this Modric. This is a this Modric to show the old Modric, and I'm not mad at him. The team is relying on this man so much, and it was really it was amazing to see the effort he put in the the, the iron lungs, the third gear, the eighth gear he had, the ninth gear. He just wouldn't stop. You know, wouldn't stop going out there. As much as we can give credit to Conte and 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 Mutuid for for their extra hustle and work rate out there. To see Modric out there to keep going, it's 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 incredible, and that guy sh- shouts out to him. Um, honorable mention on on his work rate this year for Croatia, especially with um, Croatia strikers. Well, I've never heard of in my life. I've only th- only one I ever heard was I found out one place for Eichen Frankfurt, Prince Boateng's old team. So we're gonna. Uh, it's impressive they made it this far, um, but that last match should have been the, the, this match to be honest with you would have been super nuts if it was Colombia versus France oh god man for Colombia versus France oh lord see squared running up that left right side maybe Hamas would have been back healthy oh would have been so good Gintero, but it's all good we got Croatia France in that final I don't know what that protest was I don't know what them people was doing, but Mbappe's better than me. I ain't high-fiving you. Don't walk up to me like that. I'm, I'm putting the Muay Thai stance. He ain't touching me. I don't know what you guys are doing. That that was weird, but that was, that was that felt, you know what that was? That felt very, very European. <laughs> that, that felt really, really European. All right, guys. That's, that's all I got for you. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you didn't. 
sorry if you did what's up come to the come hit us up on the we made it podcast.com if you guys want to talk to us on social media we made it podcast all the social media handles if you guys want to get on the show you got an opinion to express you want to say season's whack as hell i could do better you want to say bam's whack i'm better you guys want to say we the we the best we made it podcast is all the handles we made a podcast at gmail.com if you guys have some you know you want to talk to in private or whatever you want to yeah so hit us up let us know what's good um bam's gonna be talking next i think he's next i'm before i don't know but he'll be breaking down his view of the game um he saw more than me because i did i will admit between the i think it was like two minutes in the first half kind of fell asleep a little bit there but it's all good i saw all the goals don't be mad at me um 8 a.m games brutal please free i'm so i'm so excited to get my sleep back but we made a podcast check us out y'all hey this is your boy bam that was just caesar's section his recap of the world cup final um i have not listened to it you heard my voice in the introduction you just listened to caesar it's your boy bam we made a podcast at we made a podcast.com. We made a podcast on all social media, Instagram, Twitter. We're popping. Um, yeah. World cup final just ended. Um, once again, I have no idea what Caesar talked about on his recap. This is your boy Bam's no cap recap. Not one ounce of cap in this. Um, actually, I'm not going to start with the final. Um, I'm going to show a little love to Belgium. You know, uh, I didn't plan on watching the uh, third the third place game, third place match or whatever, but I decided to go ahead and do it. I guess I felt like, you know what, I'm just going to be dedicated to this World Cup. I didn't show a whole lot of dedication in the beginning, so I was like, you know what, I'm just going to watch this third place match. And also, episode 64 was the truth about England. I did that by myself. And if anybody listened to that, you heard what I had to say about the England national team. I dropped the truth about England's national team. And I wanted to see if in this third place match, I would be vindicated. And, oh yes, I was. Uh, I'm not going to get into the whole game. But um, the game ended 2-0 to Belgium. Uh, Mounier had that goal in the fourth minute. He punked the hell out of Danny Rose. Um, And then in the 82nd minute, uh, Eden Hazard scored. Um, I didn't have a whole lot of uh, notes. I mean, I wasn't really watching the game to take notes because I guess like nobody really cares that much. But, uh, you know what? I'm not going to get into England. I'm not going to do that again. But, you know, for the people that were expecting something from England, I, I feel like they kind of did what they were supposed to do. And I wanted to show some love to Belgium because people didn't really have high expectations for Be- like. Belgium obviously has a talented team, but um, like I said before, like nobody's really expecting Belgium to win the World Cup or like really be in the final. And for them to finish third place, I think that's a success for them, honestly. Um, people talk about their golden generation, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know what? They're going to have good players. They're going to have talent. Some of those guys are still young dudes. They'll, they'll be around for 2022. Um, there were some things missing on their team, and I don't think their coaching was that great. Um, but England, it's just not going to happen, dude. Like, it's just not going to happen. EPL is holding back the England national team. 
And uh, shout out to Belgium for getting third place in uh, the World Cup. Oh, also I want to tell you guys before I get into this World Cup final, which I do have major notes for, and we're going to get it cracking on here on this World Cup final. Best believe it. Uh, next week, what's today? Today's Sunday, uh, July 15th, day of the World Cup final. Um, we're going to be dropping an episode this week coming up, and we will be doing our World Cup awards. Just want to run down these categories for you real fast. We're going to be doing awards for, me and T's are both be doing awards for best player, worst player, most impressive team, least impressive team, best coach, worst coach, uh, best game, uh, what does that say? Oh, who, which player raised their stock and which player lowered their stock. So that's going to be exciting. You know, (laughs) we made it podcast as the best award shows out of anybody. You already know this. All right, folks, let's get into this World Cup final. We had France versus Croatia. Nobody is expecting that. Um, oh, I got so many notes here. And I'm going to go into these notes in detail because um, I watched every second of the match. I'm going to keep it real. I didn't miss like three minutes. Um, and although We Made a Podcast is not a recap show, you know, it's the World Cup, so you got to recap the matches, and uh, nobody does better recap shows than we do. So let's get into it. Um, oh, I, I did I did note before the game, I didn't really have any, like, uh, Honda Insight keys to the game for real because it's pretty much the same teams as we saw last time coming out. Like, there was no changes. Um, France brought the second youngest roster into the World Cup. I thought that was pretty um, significant. Um, okay, eighth minute. I wrote this, and I definitely was wrong, but I kind of wrote this because I didn't want it to happen. <laughs> but I put that France doesn't have a real leader, and they might lose because of that. Um, in the ninth minute, I wrote that Croatia was on like already on like four or five fouls. In the 10th minute, I wrote that Croatia was dominating, and they were. Um, in the 13th minute, I wrote that France was playing long ball United, and at that point, they were. Um, okay, here we go. 17th minute, Brozovic fouls Griezmann in a dangerous spot. People were saying he dove, but I'm like, I don't think he dove. Like, when somebody's about to kick you, like, you ha- like I think he was trying to avoid contact, and, like, did the ref have to, like, the ref's not going to see if he made contact or not. Like, honestly, I didn't look at the replay a bunch of times. They showed it a bunch of times. But I'm just like, it's a foul, like, whatever. Like, is somebody saying, like, oh, it shouldn't have been a foul. Like, mm, even if it shouldn't have been technically, it's going to be hard for the ref to see that, um, that that if he didn't actually get contact. And we've all seen that be called many times. Um, So, yeah, Brozovic fouled Griezmann in a dangerous spot. Um... And Griezmann put, I thought, I, I was, when Griezmann was setting up to take it, I was like, honestly, he should shoot the rock. Like, I was like, shoot the rock, and like, maybe you can get a nice rebound. But he, ugh, it did seem like he actually shot the rock, but he didn't really put a whole lot of power behind it. But it did seem like he was trying to shoot it, or just trying to get it into that corner. And <laughs> Manzukic just helped it on. Um, he scored a nice header into the wrong goal, your boy Mar- Mario Manzukic. Um yeah, that that was a bad mistake on him on his part. Sometimes own goals just like, uh, but I'm like, like you're not gonna get much contact on it. Just just put your head down, honestly. Um, I guess in the mo- in the heat of the moment, like you don't really know. Like in that last second, maybe you thought you're gonna get higher. I'm not sure. Maybe the ball just dropped on him, kinda. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, one zero to France off that own goal. You know they could have basically gave Griezmann the goal. Twenty seventh minute. 
N'Golo Kante got a yellow card. And um, before we get into what happened from that yellow card, I did note that it it is significant that they did not bring Kondobia right there because although they did eventually end up bringing on uh, Steven Nzonzi, I feel like Kondobia is like, obviously, I'm not going to say he's an upgrade on N'Golo Kante, but like, he has a similar skill skill set to uh, Kante, and he's also good in the box. Whereas Nzonzi is not really like I've never I haven't seen Nzonzi play a whole lot of times, but Kondobi is way better than Nzonzi. Anyway, um, that yellow card was in, uh, important because it did lead directly to a goal. The next minute, twenty eighth minute. Perisic um, got that goal after that free kick bounced around in the box. <laughs> um, Perisic shot a laser, um, really nice goal, brought it on to his left foot. Perisic is uh, good on both feet, like very good on both feet. Um, shot that laser and it was it was game on, honestly. And honestly, like Croatia was playing very good. I have some stuff to say um, about that in a second. 1-1 um, at that point. 34th minute, handball on Perisic goes to VAR. Now, when I saw the replay... Handball. Handball. Honestly. Oh, back to the uh, Griezmann goal, actually. I've seen some people talking about uh, Pogba being offsides or whatever. If he was... He he was offsides, but he didn't affect the play. Like, just relax. Um, Perisic's handball. When I saw the... I didn't see it live. I don't think many people did, except for the players. Uh, the France players were calling handball. Um, and maybe they also heard the ball go off his hand. Um, but... When they show the replay, I'm like, oh, that's a handball. Like, sorry, like, that's a handball. Even if it's not incidental, like, it's a handball. Um, like, we've all seen worse handballs than that called. They go to VAR, finally. I haven't seen VAR in, like, three weeks. <laughs> I'm just joking. And the referee in the 36th minute calls the penalty. Um, Griezmann goes to take the penalty. I There was a lot of pressure on him on that penalty, and I wasn't sure because Griezmann has missed some penalties in his day. Um, but he did bury the penalty. It wasn't even a great take. I don't know if he saw Subasic going to the right, but if Subasic went, uh, I'm sorry, if he, I don't know if he saw Subasic going to his right, but if he went to his left, that would have been an easy goal, to, uh, easy penalty to save. Um, so yeah, at that point, it is uh, 2-1 to France. 41st minute, uh, Hernandez got a yellow card, and he definitely deserved that. At halftime, I put that France's midfield is getting vastly outplayed, and in that first half, Mbappe couldn't really get nothing popping. France's midfield getting outplayed, that's not even a shock because honestly, like, and I've said this before, like, during these World Cup recaps, Modric is just, just like, you can almost just have Modric by himself and he could run through another team's midfield. Honestly, like, Modric, and especially in this World Cup, he's been balling out. And, and, he plays, obviously, he plays very well for Real Madrid, but, like, Real Madrid has good midfielders. Um, and Rakitic is good, but he's nowhere near Modric. So Modric is literally the boss in this midfield. Um, so, yeah, France's midfield is getting outplayed, and Mbappe couldn't really get anything going on. The second half starts, 50th minute. I put that Croatia is killing ha- uh, France in the, in the second half so far. Uh, in the 52nd minute, some people ran on the field. They had on some kind of weird uniforms. I don't know what that was about. I was afraid that it was going to be some like a uh, right wing terrorist attack. You never know. You never know. Uh, <laughs> there's some uh, weirdos out there, and they had on some uniforms. I'm like, maybe they're going to attack the France players. 
um, for obvious reasons. 54th minute, um, Nzonzi had to come on for Conte. He had that yellow card. You know, honestly, I put like, hey, I, I put in parentheses, no Condobia once again. Um, but, you know, whatever. 56th minute, there was a, Mbappe was getting on my nerves. He, he was holding the ball too long. He was just trying to sit on the ball, trying to tap dance on the ball. I'm like, dude, don't, don't, don't do that too much. You know, like, you, there's a time to do that, but like, in the in the middle of the pitch when people are crowding around you, you can't do that. And in the 56th and the 57th minute, he lost the ball. Honestly, I wasn't sure what was going to happen at this point in the game. But 59th minute, Paul Pogba, uh, the the Michael Jackson of the French national team, you know, the the dancer, the usher of the French national team. He got that goal after that amazing outlet pass to Mbappe. Um, Pug was the only person on the France national team that can that can do that pass. That has that kind of vision and like wants to and it has like that kind of uh, power in his leg to get that pass out to Mbappe. Beautiful pass. Uh, quiet as kept. I have seen Condobia do a pass like that before to uh, Guedes. But anyway, um, he got that amazing pass to Mbappe. Mbappe tried to cross it. It got deflected and ended up falling to Griezmann, who laid, laid it off for Pogba, shot it with his right foot, it got blocked, it fell onto his left foot, and he buried it. Uh, beautiful, beautiful goal um, off of a uh, off of a counterattack. Um, yeah, 3-1 at that point, and you're thinking, damn, it's pretty much over for <laughs> Croatia, although they played really well. Get to the 65th minute. Oh, man. You're like, damn, Croatia. Come on, dog. Mbappe got a goal. Beautiful goal, by the way. Um, assisted by Lucas Hernandez, who um, got got around, I want to say, Mandzukic and somebody else. Yeah, Mandzukic tried to tackle him. Honestly, he could have gone down if he wanted to. He stayed up. Powerful young dude. Really stout uh, type of guy. Left back. Um, he got up. He, I mean, he didn't, he didn't fall, but um, he, he kept it going. He, he got that ball to Mbappe. Mbappe buried that ball in his right foot in the corner of the goal. Great shot by him. Super accurate. 3-1 uh, at that point. A few minutes later in the 69th minute. Oh, your boy. He, so I'm, I'm guessing that France has three goals, and Hugo Lloris went and took three shots of tequila or no, they're in Russia, so he took some shots of some vodka um, behind the goal, and in the 69th minute, them few drinks caught up with him, allegedly, and he basically just gifted Mandzukic a goal. I don't know what the hell he was thinking, like, you, you know, it's probably worked for him a bunch of times, and, and like I said in the last episode, I, I want to say this is the last episode, well, maybe not the last episode, but, um, in the last time, the last time I was talking about Croatia, maybe it was the last episode then, uh, Mandzukic, it, sorry, it was the last episode because England played Croatia. Mandzukic is crafty. He is crafty. He's a wizard out there and he knows how to, he, he knows how to just somehow get himself a goal. Um, and he, who, Hugo Lloris played himself heavy. And Mandzukic just got that goal around him when Hugo Lloris is trying to be Neymar. Uh, 73rd minute. Oh, so that, at that point it's 4-2. And it's getting a little... It, there's still 30 minutes left. You know what I mean? I mean? Well, 
Yeah, twenty minutes left. So it's 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 getting a little heavy for France. Four two, you can't lay off. At four two, you cannot lay off with twenty minutes left. Seventy uh, third minute, Taliso came on for my Tweety. Eighty um, first minute, Fakir came on for Giroud, and and Piaka came on for Strinich. I want to say. Um, but basically, until the end, nothing really happened. Uh, the game ended 4-2. Shout out to France. They won that World Cup 20, 20 years later. Um, I have a lot to say about like France and just like the World Cup in general. But just this game itself, I want to say that um, it, it, it's really interesting to me that Kovacic couldn't get in the game. And honestly, at the end of the game, when I, when I was... I don't want to be like these other Fugazi pundit people that say like, oh, look at his face and you can tell blah, blah, blah. I don't like to do that because I don't like to assume people's emotions for real. But it Kovacic looked disappointed. He looked disappointed because I'm like, dude, Kovacic is good, yo. Like he's good. He's a great midfielder in defense and he's a great, I'm going to say he's great going forward, but like. He's a really good dribbler in traffic. He can cut through people. He's not like the best shooting the rock, but like, I feel like they could have used Kovacic at some point. Brozovic is good, but he doesn't even play that much for Inter. And not like Kovacic plays very much for Real Madrid, but he's playing at Real Madrid. You got Cruz and Modric ahead of you and and, 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 and Case Myro. So yeah, I noticed that like, damn dude, like Kovacic couldn't get in the game. That's rough. I don't know if he was injured or something, but um, I, I don't think so. I didn't hear that he was, but I would have liked uh, Croatia to bring on Kovacic. Um, after the game, I saw Vida um, screaming at one of the other Croatian dudes. He, he looked very upset. Um, I got some more stuff to say about Vida in a second. Um, but a lot of credit to Croatia. Um, Croatia, they, they, they can be proud. Honestly, like they can be proud. France, you're you're an underdog to France. France is France. Although Croatia has a better midfield, and I feel like they did dominate the midfield. Like France has way better athletes. They're they've got really good, solid players that don't make a whole lot of mistakes. They're they're, you know, their center backs are better. Um, their their right and left backs are better, in my opinion. Um, it wasn't going to be easy for Croatia. You can't really do it with Modric like that. Like they, Croatia doesn't have like a real good goal scorer type of guy. Um, you got a crafty wizard in, in in Mandzukic, and you got Perisic, who's a baller, and obviously Modric is a baller and Rakic is a baller. But when you're talking about like people that put the ball in the back of the net, you know, uh, France has Griezmann, Giroud. Obviously, he didn't score. Uh, you got Mbappe, Pogba is a, is a, is a certified goal scorer. Um, so it's going to be tough playing against a team like that to win the game. Um, but Croatia can be, you know, they, they, they did a lot for this World Cup, I think, and, and for the culture of world football, the culture of um, national team football, like they they showed and, and people have been saying this that, that, that there's no like and I think also Matez said this too that there's um there's no small teams anymore and I think Croatia proved that this is a country of four million people they got players playing in really high levels and they played they played well this this tournament they can be proud um, that's one thing I wanted to say about Croatia 
Uh, oh, also the we made it brackets. The, we 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 put we did our uh, brackets and we posted that that clip on YouTube. Our brackets were trash. <laughs> like I don't know where mine is. I think it's still at Caesar's house, but my bracket was straight drop trash and so was Caesar's. Um, we had like Spain and Brazil, I think in the final. Um, I, I think I had France losing to Uruguay, <laughs> but yeah, our, our brackets were trash. Um, oh, do I want to go in on Messi real, real fast? Um, let me go in on Vita. Your boy Vita. Um, he was, he was, he was the most controversial player politically when it comes to like political stuff this world cup he's talking about glory to ukraine and his victories for ukraine him and some other dude on on ukraine's like staff were uh i'm sorry him and some other dude on croatia staff like after one of the games they were like kind of like celebrating together on on social media and they were saying this victories for ukraine and and dinamo kiev and stuff like that and 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 they were saying some slogans that the nationalists in ukraine have been saying they're in russia uh, Vita was sanctioned in, in a type of way, and I think that guy on their staff, on the Croatian staff, was sent home. Um, I was curious after the game if Vita would keep that same energy, because you know you're saying all this Ukraine stuff. Oh, you got Putin standing right in front of you after the game. You know, you got Infantino, Putin, Macron, the Croatian president. I wish I knew her name. I don't, I don't know her name, but she was a great sport, honestly. Like, it was really cute to see her, like, hugging Mbappe. And, like, you could tell she really had a great time there. Um, maybe she had a few drinks. Um, I was really curious. You know, in the We Made It podcast, we talk about politics and stuff, so this is nothing new. I was curious to see if Vita would keep that same energy. I was watching them go across and get their little medals Vita was in the back, so it was a little suspense. I'm like, damn, are they going to cut away the camera? I want to see if Vita keeps that same energy with Putin. Oh, he got shook. Vita got shook, and he gave that handshake to to, to Putin. I was like, no, you are so weak right now. Over there, selling out, trying to be hard on... See, we got keyboard warriors everywhere. Even in Croatia, dudes that play for Beskitas... Over here popping popping shit on social media, but when you get up in their face, they can't they they can't rock like that. He didn't keep that same energy. Um, so yeah, Vita, you're whack, and uh, you were the most controversial dude this World Cup. Shout out to the Russian fans this World Cup. Everybody was concerned about racism. We had all that. St- <clears throat> excuse me. We had all that stuff about. Um, England England fans don't go to Russia for the World Cup. They're going to beat you up. Like, you know what I mean? Uh We had all this stuff about racism. I think it was Danny Rose didn't want Was it Danny Rose? Somebody on the England national team was saying like he didn't want his family to go there to Russia because of like being scared about racism. I don't know if y'all heard anything. I didn't hear anything about racism in these uh games. I don't know much about the Russian league. I don't watch it. I don't know where it's on. Hulk has said that there's always racism. Um, Some other players have said that too. There are black players there though, but I don't know if that's like all the fans or if it's just like a section of the fans because there's also, uh, Danny Alves said there's always going to be racism in Spanish football. Obviously, we've heard Rudiger talk about uh Italian football, and obviously we've seen in Italian and in Spanish league plenty of that. Um, 
I remember that in Leicester, I want to say last year, there was a homophobic chance, and I want to say some of those fans were arrested, actually. There's always going to be bad apples. And, and next episode, when me and Caesar are together, we're going to talk about some things that Clarence Seedorf said, where he talked about there's a difference between, and, and maybe we mentioned this before when he, me and Caesar and I were together, there's a difference between racism and racist behavior. Either way, Russia had an amazing World Cup. The fans were amazing. I didn't hear anything. The most controversial guy was Blonde Vita that plays for Croatia. If Unless there was anybody else, please hit us up on Twitter or Instagram or send us an email. We made a podcast gmail.com and say, oh, no, there was this other player who said some uh, crazy stuff, too. But anything that had to do with, like, race or, like, political stuff, Vita. And then when he, when he had the chance to be like, no, nah, I'm not going to shake your hand or something like that to give his, his buddies a boost, he didn't do it. So you're weak for that. Um, anyway, also I want to say, uh, watching France win this World Cup, young players, I think Pope was 25. We got Mbappe, who was 19. We got Griezmann, who was, like, 26, 27. Um... I don't know how old uh, Conte is, but I want to say he's still in his 20s. Varane's 26, something like that. Umtiti's a young guy. Lucas Hernandez is a young guy. Pavard is a young guy. Um, I, This is going to be... And then also, like, seeing Croatia, like, make it to that final. And, you know, they got beat for two, but, like, they had a lot to be proud of getting there. You know, they, 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 they went hard. It just made me kind of feel like Messi's whack, dude. Like, honestly, I, I don't know why. Like, I just kind of was just like, damn, dude. Like, you see France over there celebrating this World Cup. You see Croatia. Like, they're sad, but, like, they have a lot to be proud about. And, like, where's Messi, dude? Like, really? Like, where's Messi, dog? Like, you know what? I'm not going to get into too much into that. Because <laughs> I'll go off. Um, before I get into France in this World Cup, I just want to mention really fast that Mbappe won the best young player. Um, it was really cute to see him hugging up on Macron. They, they've had like dinner before some like conference type of thing. Um, and, uh, it was really cute to see the Croatian president like hugging up on Mbappe. Um, Modric won the golden ball best player. He definitely deserved that, um, from FIFA. I'm not saying who I'm going to give the best player award to, but I can, but Modric definitely earned that. Uh, Harry Kane won the golden boot off of, uh, getting some goals against Tunisia and Panama. Congrats, buddy. And uh, Thibaut Courtois was given the Golden Glove for the best goalie. And I heard a rumor, I don't know if it's true, but something about him saying that he should get more money from Chelsea since he did so good at the World Cup. Whatever. I mean, you got to get mine, you got to get yours. Okay, uh, getting into France really quick. Um, Anybody that watched France in this World Cup, France didn't play that great in this World Cup. Um... They didn't. They weren't balling hard like that. Um, they have obviously very talented players, and um, you know they beat Argentina. They won the final. They beat Belgium, but they weren't really super convincing a lot of times. And there's something missing from France. And and honestly, they still have a good team to go forward in 2022 to be the favorite. Honestly, I think if you're looking right now in 2022. France is the favorite. Who knows what Brazil's going to be doing by then? Neymar will probably be uh, injured for life as much fouls he catch. Um, but 
the thing that's missing for France is a real, real creative midfielder. Um, and if they could kind of develop, well, not not necessarily develop, but if they had a player like that, this World Cup, like a real number two, if they had, like, let's say if Modric was playing for France, like, they would literally, like, beat everybody 5-0. Um, but if they had a real creative number 10 type of midfielder, then they could really ball out. Um, like, that's going into 2022. They, if, and I'm, I'm trying to think, like, who they have out there that is that sort of player. Fakir's not really that guy. Like, not really. You know, you had Griezmann playing behind uh, Giroud. He's not really that guy. He's, he's not really that dude. Um, Mbappe's wearing the number 10. He's not really a 10. Um, who else did you have? And you have my Tweety over there playing in that line. But Fakir's not really that guy. Tovan's not really that guy. If they had a real, like, central attacking mid, France would be super duper dangerous. And going forward in 2022, well, in the Euros, actually, if they can kind of develop or if they have a player like that, Francis, that, that's when like all their talent will really click. Um, and right now they're the favorite for the Euros big time and they're the favorite for the World Cup. I mean, obviously it's four years away. You can't really say, but like they deserve to be number one in the world. If they give it to Germany again, I'm going to be so mad FIFA. But yeah, um, great World Cup. Uh, not too many, not, not, not too many uh, controversies. You know, we had some big transfers this World Cup. It was a good time. Am I happy that it's over? Absolutely. <laughs> um, because it's really done a number when we made a podcast. Waking up all early, recording these remote episodes. I prefer to record with Caesar. Um, I don't really like doing these by myself like this, but it's fun. It, it, it was cool to try something new and be kind of forced into doing something new. And it's been a good time. You know, it's been a good World Cup. And uh, yeah, hopefully y'all been rocking with us this World Cup too. You know, we've had a good time busting out all these episodes back to back to back to back. And yeah, we made a podcast. Hopefully some big moves coming soon. Hopefully y'all still rocking with us. Oh, and shout out to everybody listening to us in South America and Africa, Asia. Uh, you know, we're getting we're getting people listening in all over the world, and we appreciate it. People, whoever's listening in San Jose and listening in, in, in New York and Brooklyn and whoever's listening in Florida, Denver and and Hollywood, Oregon. You know, uh, Toronto, somebody's in Toronto. We're kind of turned, we're kind of lit in Toronto, as they say. Yeah, uh, in Maryland, cracking all over England, London, all kind of, like cities I've never even heard of in England. Um, yeah, so th- thanks to you guys. We're going to keep the best football podcasts for y'all coming. We're going to keep it going. No cap recap, World Cup final. Shout out to France winning 4 2 20 years later. Yeah, we made a podcast. Keep it locked.